You are now tuned in to DAR Sports Media. The weekend wrestling has wrapped up, and me and the true god are here to go over the biggest news stories and maybe look ahead a little bit to what might be happening. Uh unfortunately, unfortunately on many levels, um probably gonna be a little bit of a downer this week. Um, but hopefully we can summarize some of the people listening you know, how you felt because there was just a, it was a pretty consistent reaction um, in all the Twitter threads uh, that AEW posted about this. Um, On so many levels, I think you, me, basically everyone, I don't know a single person who doesn't feel at the least a pretty extreme disappointment about this Ric Flair to AEW signing. Um, <clears throat> it, I think the reactions, uh, every single person I know ranges from disappointment, deep disappointment to uh, kind of betrayal to anger, to confusion, to what the fuck are we doing here? Um, I don't <laughs> know. Some of the conversations I had with people who are um, a little bit uh, like, you know, they're not internet fans. They're not just regular kind of, I want to say more casual fans. They were just like, I don't understand what AEW thinks that they're getting from this. Well, because no one wants to see him fucking wrestle, even though that keeps coming up every time he opens his fucking mouth. No one wants to see that. I, it can't be the credibility thing. Like, let's just let's just get this out of the way right now. Well, the betrayal part. We'll talk about that. The shame of this. And again, um, like I've always said on this show, uh, being true and true on a more personal level, even uh, we want AEW to succeed, man. Like, hundred percent. So this isn't like you know some weird cornet like taking an opportunity to shit on these people thing it's like genuinely how are you going to be on twitter puffing your chest out about Vince McMahon and the shit that he's accused of and then bring in a guy who these aren't accusations nobody is debating he did the shit that he did no one is no one is denying this is this is this is all known stuff that hundreds of people can attest to, and he himself has fucking said. And if you want to try and sit here and minimize what these stories are about, uh, what I want you to do, well, first of all, please turn this off and don't fucking listen to us no more because you're a fucking loser. Um, but secondly, I want you to That's imagine right way. now. That's I want a great you to... way to get people. That's a great way to get people to listen. Like you're a loser trying to solve. <laughs> like, we, we, don't, we, we don't fucking need. We don't need anybody who minimizes this. We don't need him. We don't need funny. you. Give a fuck. I want yeah. you to imagine right now, anybody who would minimize these fucking things that Ric Flair has admitted to be involved with. If you walked out of your house right now, went to Taco Bell or Popeyes, and you went up to the person who was working at the counter and just whipped your fucking dick out in front of them, how would that fucking go for you? And why? Mm. So imagine that for a second and 
maybe get a fucking clue. It's all fun and fucking games. True. You're a fucking a, a father to a daughter. All of these mm-hmm. people, all of these people were someone's daughter, were someone's girlfriend, were someone's sister, someone's wife, someone's mother. Who some fucking dude who thought that he was something special just leapt out and sh- walked up and showed his fucking cock to him. You know, the fuck they, where the fuck did they do that at? I just want to point out. I know this is a very serious thing. But there's no greater sign of our dynamic of you being white and me being black than you using the word cock. I, you know what's funny is when I said that, I was like, did I just really say cock? Like, man, that there goes all my fucking cred that I built with you guys. Hey, look, it's okay. I mean, look, you, you, you are who you are, man. You say what you say. Look, uh, at the end of the day, man, when it comes down to it, I've said this before. I'll continue to say it again and again because it needs to be said. Professional wrestling is not the place that you look when in terms of uh morals there's no morals here you know most of these people especially when you look at the vince mcmahon's the rick flair's the tony khan's tony khan's a decent guy in terms of what he wants to do and how he wants to help people out and you know tony khan's looked out for me in some ways shape or form on a personal level and he's looked out for you know friends of this show as i still believe that but i just this is just a poor fucking choice good people with good morals and good intentions can make poor choices and this is a poor poor fucking choice because this is i think the i think the problem is a lot of us sometimes and especially in this day and age in this era right a lot of people look at morals much differently than i do I, i feel like I feel like, you know, morally, I don't want to go and say morally I'm a great person because it is because of that. Like, I think I'm just a man who takes care of his daughter, does what he does, he does what he has to do to provide for, you know, his, his daughter, his family. And I try to do right by my brothers if I can and, and my circle and my people that are, you know, my DAR family. Everything else outside of that, I, you know, I don't do any weird shit, any like, you know, like, I mean, I do. I mean, I'm doing weird shit, but that's a whole different conversation, but I don't do shit like that like rick flair vince mcmahon's um some other people in the wrestling business who have some interesting allegations uh tacked on them matt riddles and 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 those types of guys like i don't i wouldn't but to somebody else if i show you my past some people might say you can't have any you can't have any moral uh, moral grandstanding against anybody and so I, I try not to get too much into the moral conversation, but I will say this. Ric Flair is like a million years old. He has a book that he came out with where he ex- expressed not only uh, some of the, like kind of hinting at some of the issues he's had in the past with sexual harassment and sexual assault and stuff like that, but also hinting at his own racist past. And I think when you take all those things into consideration, Hulk Hogan gets a lot of flack for being uh, having his racist moments and stuff like that. And Hulk Hogan's an idiot. But we boo Hulk Hogan's name when it comes up in, in, in an arena. But Hulk Hogan still got booked by WWE to appear on these legend shows. And it's going to keep getting booked because it's it's your professional wrestling does not really care about yeah, your morals. I don't know about that. Hulk, he got, Hogan he, got, he, got, he got shit on pretty thoroughly at fucking Tampa Bay. I was there. And uh, he ain't been back since, so uh, I don't know. He'll be back. He'll be back. 
they'll 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 have uh you know yeah they he he'll he'll you know at some point they they'll they'll find a way to bring him in for one of their big anniversaries. I mean the dude was just there not that long ago I think. And he was ahead of Kane or something like that. And like I said, Hulk Hogan's not well liked in his business, but he's also he's also never been well liked in the backstage area. Now the difference with this is that Ric Flair is liked in the backstage area. His daughter is very uh very well known, and her husband is uh, a prominent well seems like a prominent person in AEW. So I think you add that up, and you look at the the Jay Lethal also has a lot of love, even though he had. Jay Lethal has a questionable past himself, but um, you know, when you look at all these guys that are in this business, I mean, look, I don't want Ric Flair to be on television for AEW or WWE or TNA or MLW, whoever he can get a check from. I don't want that to be the case. But there's a part of me that feels like this was going to happen last year before the dark side of the ring stuff came came about, came out anyway. And I think that's was, this was the plan. When we went through this whole Flair's last match bullshit when he had Jared and, and Jay Lethal and all that stuff. Like I feel like that was going to be tied into AEW at some point. Um, I think WWE is smart enough to stay away from him right now because they have momentum and it's like, what does he add to the, to the program? And I I can't I can't completely say what I want to say, but I've had some conversations the last couple of days, and one thing I know is that WWE is enjoying AEW picking up and promoting some of their old trash. Uh, they think it's actually funny because they're trying to create a landscape to where people in AEW who are up and coming, younger people, you know, the <clears throat> Ricky Starks and the you know guys like that. That they want to provide them with this with this idea that if you come here, you'll be given opportunity. You can be something, and the older guys can go over there. Look and, at and how much like think about what you're saying right now. Like how much is that a fucking complete 180 from what we all thought this was supposed to be? And I think that moves on to the next stage of of you know all the things that I described is the betrayal that a lot of people feel right now. Now you said at the beginning of this like we kind of find that laughable that anybody would ever believe for a second, uh, you know, that this was really different and the morals are really different. And the, you know, at the end of the day, now we've, we've almost come full circle. We're flipping this around where fucking, we got these old guys showing up on the show. Uh, you got Ric Flair's fucking sex past sex pest, creep ass running around on the fucking TV when this was supposed to be the more, whatever the fuck you want to call it more woke more liberal fucking you know less sleazy fucking company um and then you got the wwe offering an olive branch to the younger guys to the younger workers to come over and get used and get actually pushed but it's supposed to be the other way around i mean whether you like them or not what do you think of them or not um brian pillman got completely repackaged in a very serious push in wwe tv right now um there's a bunch of examples uh, and this is just not, you know, I think a lot of the AEW diehards, a lot of the, the original crew is just uh, very much feeling like, hey, this is not what I signed up for here. 
and uh, there is a feeling in AEW of like confusion um, on a lot of things. Um, you know, a report came out that there was a big meeting, um, one two a.m. in the morning, um, on Wednesday or third, technically Thursday, right? Technically Thursday, um, but yeah, one or two in the morning on after the show. Um, I know some details about that meeting. Uh, I won't say it on air, but it was not a great meeting, and some of it had to do with the Ric Flair stuff. Some of it had to do with a lot of other stuff. Too. And I think someone said this to me, several people said this to me, and I'll say it on air because it, it it's reached the point where people were saying it in general. It's AW right now is a mess. Um, you got Chris Jericho coming out there and bringing the big show out. I mean, I'm sorry, Paul White out. No one wants to see him. No one cares about him. So I think, you know, we we are at this weird point now where there's a lot of things going on and just people uh there's a lot of things happening right now man in 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 that company that I don't think people are extremely happy with um you know and you know uh i you know i just don't personally understand the thought process behind a lot of AEW's moves. Um, like I said, Paul White, the big show, um, Ric Flair brought in for Sting's retirement. And I'm I'm sure that's a Sting call. You know, Sting probably wanted Flair around. And you know, that you know what that is what it is, right? Like that has nothing to do with I don't care. That that's whatever. Like if Sting wanted it, then whatever. I mean, if it was a one off, I think that's the thing. If it was like a one off and we knew he would just be there and it's like, eh, it sucks, but I can I can look past that, but he is, you know, this is multi year. Yeah, he be advertising his fucking Bush League energy drink and shit. What the yep. fuck is this, Tony? God damn, dude. But once again, like I said, there's even more problems on the horizon. You know, I will say, um, by the time people are listening to this, uh, Daniel Garcia will have made it be known. Um, that he wants a world title shot. Um, and I think that's a cool thing to do to give him something to do. Absolutely. But it's not it's not gonna really mean anything uh come say December, middle December. So um I just don't get the thought process in AW right now. And I've I've talked to people there and I've talked to people who are you know and surrounding and, and other media people and stuff and I think a lot of people are just like, we we don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're doing. I don't even think they know what they're doing. And I think people's solutions are also stop listening to the fans. Stop listening to some of your people backstage. And I think it's not about stop listening. It's about find a middle ground to where you can make things make sense. And I just don't think make things make sense right now. And that's okay. Um, I said, Tony Khan is, um, you know, you know, Tony Khan is a great uh, – he, he's a great match booker, right? I think that is what I think we've learned about Tony Khan in the last four years. He's not necessarily the best story writer or story booker, but he's a great match booker. Like, you might get excited for Danielson versus an Okada, Omega versus MJF. Um, 
you know, your Punk versus Moxley's, your Punk versus Starks, your Starks versus Danielson's. You get excited for those matches, but the stories themselves don't play out the right way. And, um, you know, I remember, I don't know if I said it on air or if I, or if I said it to you off air, Eric, but I remember when the uh, the Bucks and Hangman Page won the trios championship I, and for Ring of Honor, I said, well, I think the, the thought process is moving the Mogul Embassy out of ROH and to become a AEW centric act and, you know, just focusing on them being strictly in AEW. And now they are the ROH trio champions again. So it kind of seems like there's things that keep changing. Um, the Mercedes uh, elephant in the room is still kind of lingering. There's that. Uh, there's just a, there's just a lot of different things, you know, there's a lot of different things that are going on right now. And I think a lot of people are definitely disappointed by some of the stuff that's going on in AEW and they should be. Um, I think, you know, the match Saturday uh, with Kenny and MJF, I finally watched it. I thought it was a really good match. Um, I do think MJF is dropping the ball as champion a little bit. Uh, I think as a performer in the ring, he's doing great. But as a character, he is not really selling me on anything. His shtick is getting old. This scumbag stuff is okay, but it's not, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's over with the crowd. People love MJF. That's great. But I feel like the longevity of this of this this face run is this not cutting it. Then he keeps he keeps trying to milk this 2024 contract thing, which some people are telling me that maybe it's not a milking of the story. Maybe he hasn't actually signed anything, but verbally agreed to sign something when the when the time gets closer. But we are literally a month and a half away from that that expiring. He's still the AEW world champion. So I, I there's a lot of issues in AEW right now, and I think they're trying to figure it out and tony is habitually online i used to think he was mike 563 on twitter and we found out he's not that i think he is someone who probably follows us all with a burner account but we just don't know who quite yet we'll figure it out at some point um but i think that's also a problem you're perennially online all the time you're just paying attention to what other people are saying and it starts to get into your head and he's paying attention but he ain't fucking listening because goddamn, he's listening to the wrong people. Put it like that. He's listening to the wrong people. Because but then like that's the thing, right? Like Ric Flair can come out, people gonna tons of people gonna cheer for him, thousands of people gonna cheer for him. Uh big show comes I out. Would, people I like, wouldn't oh. be surprised, man, if the Ric Flair thing starts to change a little bit. Because uh, I saw I saw somebody uh, I don't want to come this to come across as nasty as it's gonna sound, but you know, I saw somebody, oh, well, the Twitter audience, all those people responding, they don't, they don't make up, they make up such a small fraction of the audience. I'm like, well, uh, have you seen their fucking viewership numbers and their attendance numbers lately? Mm. Uh, so if, if, <laughs> if 800 people in the building with 3000 people in it, uh, are those fucking people on Twitter getting rowdy about this? That's a pretty fucking decent slice of the fucking audience. If only 750,000 people are watching your show, it goes down by the month, by the way. Uh 750,000, but you're you're getting a million impressions on Twitter. I'd say it's probably a pretty sizable chunk of your viewing audience are not yeah. fucking happy about this in any way shape form or fashion. I just I I just can't fucking believe it. I just Well, <sighs> Like I said, AW is it's an interesting company. 
um you very you born this thing to be some sort of some sort of uh alternative and to be different and to do things differently and your answer to the show getting 700,000 viewers is to bring Jericho the big show and fucking Ric Flair on your show if you if you ask me there's two okay there's another issue I have Kenny Omega is one of the best professional wrestlers I've ever seen Kenny Omega is an amazing professional wrestler he helped put over MJF just last week. Um, but I don't want to see Kenny Omega stuck in this Don Callis feud, which is going absolutely nowhere. So ab- above the moral issues, above the the this like above all these things too, I just don't like the direction that the show is going. That's the problem. I'm not even booking the alternative stuff any good. Yeah, it's just like you're not giving, you know, you're not giving us what, what what we like to see. And maybe some people like this story. I saw a lot of fans, and that's the problem. There's a disconnect. There's half of us who want this product to be better and we want great product. And then there's the other half of the crowd that just accepts what they give them. Those are the people who will, you know, just, just go along with anything because there are plenty of fans like that. And I find that that is disgusting. Uh, personally, you know, I I feel like it's disgusting to uh to not hold them accountable. If that makes sense, you know, and I hold them accountable for the 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 BS that they're doing, you know. And like I said, man, uh, I don't pay that much attention to 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 the shows like that. I follow everything that happens, but I don't watch it. But the stuff that I did watch, I was not impressed. And that's going to be a problem. You know, that's going to continue to be a problem. Um, the AW needs a little bit more. Um, you know, they just need they just need a little bit more. And that's it. They need a little bit more. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what exactly more of. I guess if that if that makes that makes sense. Like, I think they need uh, uh more focus. But I think, like I said, Tony is clearly not all all the way there. If that makes sense, and you know, so I said, man, I, I I'm not I'm not entirely impressed. By... Just two short years ago, we were on fucking fire. And now we got the big show, well, Ric Flair. You know, res- wrestling moves in waves, and yeah, well, the the waves crash harder when you make stupid fucking decisions. And uh, somebody was there in in twenty twenty one, and other people are there in twenty twenty three. So, okay. yeah. So, like I said, man, I don't. You know, 2021 AEW was was hitting its peak. You know, you got Malachi Black coming in. You had CM Punk coming in. You had Brian Danielson, Adam Cole. Uh, you also had Kenny Omega as champion with the Hangman Page story. There was so many different elements of uh, excitement there, along with you know uh, a more. It felt like a more a more focused uh, tag team division. I think if people remember, you know, remember like FTR was there where they had the Bucks. 
You had, uh, I think the Bucks were champions at the time. You had Lucha Brothers were focused. You had Private Party, who was still wrestling. Top Flight was still going out there. The Jurassic Express was still the thing. Now it's like you got Jungle Boy as a solo uh, solo guy. You got Luchasaurus as a solo guy behind Christian Cage. You have Private Party, who was on the shelf because of injury, but Isaiah Cassie is, is like the Hardy's flunky. You have Top Flight, who has been gone because of injury, but they're both, you know, they're due to be back soon as a team. You have uh, the Lucha Brothers, who haven't really done much. You know, Penta's on, you know, ramp is on Rampage and and here and there, but you don't see them very much. Ray Phoenix was, has some injury stuff happen, I guess, too, but um, you know, we don't see them as a collective that often. So, you know, when you look at the tag team division in general, you know, um, the AW Tag Team Championships right now are held up by Ricky Starks and Big Bill, which is cool because I like Starks and Big Bill's improved. But it's like before that, FTR was doing the best that they could to try to make the division legitimate, but they didn't have much to work with. You got the Iron Savages, Workhorsemen. Like there's there's a deficiency in these uh in these elements you know that that aw used to excel at and then they brought the i think the trios title has not done any good for the company personally um and i think they're just a little overzealous for bringing in these belts and i mean and, it was for a little bit but uh, a house of black was a, was a fucking highlight of the show every time they were on it and then they again i, I decision making i just don't understand because it felt like they they popped it over to the acclaimed, but like there was no there was no plan after that. Is anything that the acclaimed is doing right now is it necessary for them to be wearing the trios titles while they do it? No, no, they could do this weird creeping on MJF shit. Don't need to have belts around their waist to do that. So I don't fucking get it. I, you know, I don't understand it, you know, either, honestly. Um, it's very, a lot of, very confusing. You know, I think this is, uh, a lot of stuff is going on is very confusing and with, with the company and what they're booking and what they're doing. And honestly, man, like I said, I, I don't, I don't have any care or concern for anything that's going on uh, in AEW or any of these companies for that matter. And gonna remain that way for me uh personally you know, I, so you're I, I saying don't. it's 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 gonna remain that way uh through today as it's released um not not checking out um not checking out blood money 10 uh nah nah i've i've never cared about the blood money shows um it's never been my my, my thing never been my deal um you know, I, I can appreciate, uh, you know, some of the stuff that's that's going on in in WWE, but you know, wrestling like it's 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 a struggle somewhat to do these shows because I don't, uh, you know, I I don't have, um, a desire to see, <laughs> you know, to see some of this stuff, you know, bless you, uh, you know. I, I I just don't have a desire to see some of this stuff. So that uh, I mean, shit on um, on Raw that that damn uh, Creed Brothers and Alpha Academy was fucking insane, amazing match. Um, Raw's just so fucking long though. God damn. Um, they had a lot of good stuff on Raw last week. Uh, so do you have any? 
what are they going to do with this LA Knight Roman Reigns fucking thing? Because they've been going tit for tat in these fucking promos, and it's been like excellent. Um, I just, I don't know what uh, so the the Rollins uh McIntyre build has been real good too. Like the Drew, the Drew promos have been real fucking solid. The vignettes, um, so maybe there's a way to get. LA Knight going after Drew. I yeah, I don't know. Uh, but it just you know, I've expressed I I fucking hate it either way. I fucking hate doing this with LA Knight and culminating his fucking his fucking journey with a loss. Or I hate that they're gonna put the belt on him in the middle of the fucking day in fucking Saudi Arabia. Like what the fuck? Or what? Either well, way. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck here, man. Um being completely honest, um, I think it's like quite obvious that um, you know I, I think it's quite obvious that Roman Reigns is absolutely going to retain his title. Um, I I don't know what LA Knight is going to do. I mean, uh, also you know, shout out to our boy Cam who uh, you know just released his uh, interview with him. An but... excellent interview with him on the Ringer. And also, you can get the audio uh, of the interview, which I'm sure is fucking excellent because Cam's fucking great on the mic. Um, going to Cam's page, I can't remember the link to it, um, but go to Cam's page, go to Cam's Twitter profile, look for the link for the audio. I'm sure it's fucking excellent. Um, absolute fire for my guy. So proud. So cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Cam. You know. Oh, I, uh, I, 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 I can also see Rain, Roman Reigns. Uh, you know, like a. Uh, a fuck finish, a, a DQ or a count out. But then again, then like, why would you waste like Ellie Knight's big fucking moment on, on, on this? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, it's like, it's like opposite world, Lex Express, less Lex Luger. <laughs> they, they call they did all this shit to culminate that push. It ended up being a fucking count out fucking win where he doesn't get the belt because they didn't have the push didn't work now it's going the other way around you're going to culminate this huge climb by la Knight that is fucking working with the same kind of bullshit it's like the in like the best case scenario is he wins the belt in fucking saudi arabia like what the fuck yeah look i would have preferred roman reigns and la Knight to happen in front of the 16,000, 17,000 people at Survivor Series, because I actually like, um, you know, I actually like the idea of a, of a world title match at a Survivor Series, but unfortunately, Roman has decided he don't want to work that, so we ain't getting that, but, um, you know, they, they, like I said, they, there's, um, you know, there's a chance to do something special if they wanted to with this, the question is, will they? <laughs> and I don't think they will. So, um, you know, it is what it is, man. Like I said, I, I would love to see, um, you know, absolutely love to see, um, you know, LA Knight get this title, title win. I don't see it happening, though. And I don't think it's, 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 it's I don't think it's happening. Um, it's it's kind of sucks though because I feel like you know he he's he's got the the perfect 
uh, perfect momentum right now. You know, there's some great momentum there, and he's super over. And whenever you have somebody who's super over like him, you sometimes, you know, you need to strike while the iron's hot. And, of course, WWE is going to do what they do for everybody who gets themselves over, take that momentum and feed it to Roman. And <laughs> that's that's what's happening. And we'll see how they, you know, follow up with him after. But this is not something that I'm extremely excited about or feeling too great about. So, um, yeah, man, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all goes. Do you think uh do you think Logan Paul's about to take this US title off of Rey Mysterio? He is oddly a huge betting favorite on betting sites that do pro wrestling. Um interesting. Any any thoughts on on him? I mean, Logan Paul's been fucking money in everything he's done in the WWE. Um I I don't know about putting the the belt a belt like that on somebody who might not be around as much. Um you know, when it's a Roman Reigns, who's a regular wrestler, and he's had this huge reign, and it's kind of part of the gimmick. It's one thing, but a, a guy who's, you know, a quasi-celebrity wrestler, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And you think they'll do it? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on somebody like Logan Paul running with that belt? Um, I think it's a, I think it's a cool idea um, to to put the the belt on Logan Paul. I mean, Rey Mysterio has it now, right? So, yeah. Um not really not really too worried about that uh in terms of like Logan Paul, like Logan Paul taking the belt from him. It's not you know, it's not like this is something that's really going to bother anybody too much. I feel like um I think I think it's okay. I think it'll be okay if if they put the belt on Logan Paul. You could be excited. You know, it could be an exciting situation for him. Um, could be exciting to see what he does with it. I'm not necessarily pressed over him, you know, actually getting, you know, getting it, but uh I guess we'll see. Um but yeah, I, I I'm not like I said, I'm not in, entirely sold on this uh on this thing. Um, but Logan Paul has a pretty, I guess, interesting uh, uh bond in WWE in terms of with, like like with the fan base. I think people like him. I, I've never been a fan, but people seem to like him, and I think he 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 has something that people enjoy, and I think he's done well in his matches. So, um, yeah, I I guess you know, uh, I guess it's okay. I don't really understand what Rey Mysterio as champion really did it did for anybody anyway. So if he loses the belt, uh, I'm okay with it. I would have rather him lost lost it to somebody else personally. But since that doesn't seem like there's not really many options, uh, you know, might as well give it to Logan Paul. Let him carry it to some of his social media based things that he does or whatever else he's got going on. And you know, so I mean, there's a there's a world where Logan Paul uh, appears maybe two or three more times between now and mania. And then that's like a pretty high profile spot for the U S title to be in with Logan Paul in a match. That's going to have some viral moments uh, for that belt at WrestleMania. That's a pretty high profile outcome. If that's what it ends up being, you know? So, yeah. Well, like I said, man, I, I think 
we, you know, we're rounding into that pre-mania season, and yeah. this is this is starting it up. So we, we, we'll see. You know, we'll see what really what really comes of uh, comes of this. I'm I'm not entirely uh, sold on the idea that uh, <laughs> that um, uh, that Logan Paul winning the championship is really gonna do much. But I mean, hey, whatever works, man. Whatever works for, for WWE. Um, same thing could be said for all these things. Like I said, if 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 you put the belt on Logan Paul in in Saudi Arabia, I'd do a do a nineteen ninety seven uh Nitro Hulk Hogan Lex Luger thing. Even if you want to give the belt back to Roman, I think you know you know ending the reign of Roman with LA Knight winning it, and then if he lost it back by getting screwed over by somebody, you can build to a longer story for you know wrestlemania and whatever you know or royal rumble whatever you're trying to you're trying to do you can do that especially if you um want to keep him in the mix with the bloodline but you know roman's going to be gone for two months after this so um i could see you know a situation where roman loses and then on smackdown he invokes like a rematch clause and then they do some janky stuff and then he ends up you know winning the belt back and then you know then i pose the question to you does that take away from the uh Cody finishing the story if he isn't the one that breaks the long reign. No, or, to me, or no. do you or do you think that's like the best of both worlds? Like you you give LA Knight the rub of breaking the big reign, but then Cody still gets the belt in Mania because really the story was about the belt because it, it was the only that's one exactly, his dad yep. could never win. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I think people are so caught up in Cody has to has to finish the story, but he never said my story was to you know take Roman Reigns is is you know long reign or undefeated streak. He wants to win the title, and if Roman were to get that belt back, say on SmackDown, for one, they need to something to boost the ratings up. So Roman Reigns invoking his rematch clause, getting the belt back. You could say LA Knight can say. I, you know, I'm the fir- I'm the guy who did this, and he can hang his hat on that even a- after a loss, you know. And so, I, I I don't I just don't feel like I mean obviously I don't feel like they're gonna do it the right way, because well that's WWE, but uh Cody like I said I think Cody you know people are saying Cody's really over right now I guess he is, um you know I I don't pay attention to anything Cody does because. I despise Cody. You gotta but, mention it. You gotta mention it every time. Every time. Every time. Like, <laughs> think 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 he's think the dude's the corniest one of the corniest dresses ever. But at the same time, I like still like Cato with Carthage. That's a history you know, pod reference. Look, look, man. I just think if you're gonna do this whole okay, we're gonna give Cody the the belt at WrestleMania, even though we could have did it at 39, but we kept this going for a long, long, you know, longer time because this is what we wanted to do. Dur, dur, dur. Like, all right, man, you could do it. But I, LA Knight, I think we're, is, I think we're all pretty much safely in range to be able to start saying that there was no fucking point to that. It really was. Is no Cody point. Rhodes really in a better place to take that belt today than he was at WrestleMania? No, no, he's literally in the same. Like it was. This in is fact, stupid. everything that both guys have done since WrestleMania would have been way better with fucking Cody being the champ and Roman having just lost it. Roman, you know, the fracturing of the bloodline would have been way more fun if Roman had just lost the belt. So it would make him even more of an obvious hypocrite. 
Cody and his feud with Lesnar would have been fucking way better with if it was around the belt and him earning that respect as a fighting champion who doesn't back down. Um, I feel like there's ways to salvage it. You know, you do your 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 quick swap idea. You put the other belt on Drew. Um, let him turn full heel. I really like the direction that his character is going on Raw. And then you could have LA Knight win the Rumble and take on Drew for the belt. At, at for that belt on Mania, and then have Cody go against Roman with the other belt. That's a way, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Um, like I said, man, I I I really don't know what the the thought process is going into this for WWE. Like I said, I'm not watching Blood Money show. Um, I could care less about anything going on there. I don't care less about anything going on in wrestling and in, in wrestling world in general right now. But I think uh, WWE has momentum, so try and do something with it. That's pretty much all I can say. You know, just try to do something with it, make it. Do we ever work. think that we have in a in a sixty day span that WWE has uh the ratio of of sex pest pieces of shit. WWE or uh, AEW would have gained some and WWE would have lost some. That's a not a situation I think anybody who was a big AEW believer thought I'm not would surprised. be the case. So I know I'm not, not entirely surprised. surprised. You know, I'm not surprised. I, not I surprised expect well. these things. So <laughs> I expect these things, brother. I, 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 I see the vision when they happen and poor decision making. Well, the good decision making by you the listener would be to tap in to our super pod nba nfl that is up from earlier on this week before them games start this weekend um a lot of good shit on there a lot of good thoughts we had a really good conversation about foreign players in the nba uh the james harden trade the chase young trade brock purdy struggles um 49ers struggles everything that's going on in the nfl and nba please be sure to check that out it's out midweek every week either wednesday or thursday depending on what everybody got's going on um we are working some guests uh we actually were discussing some ideas the other day um so we got some big guests coming up pretty soon uh one i'm actually gonna run by you off air when we get done here um because i think the time has come for for one of the bigger ones um so be sure to check that out um dar has music all over the place right now and more coming soon with the uh Second AEW album featuring our guy True and a bunch of his cohorts. Um, and then it's always in the archives. You can go check out our interview uh, on the business and in life, season it with uh, TZ and C-Play Entertainment. You can check out our interview with Anthony King and the journey of an artist. Excellent stuff there. We're very proud of it. Um, True, any plugs? Um. Not really, uh, right now. Um, we uh, we 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 got some more music coming. I'm working on some music right now, but other than that, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, all the albums you just go to, uh, you know, Spotify, check out True God, check out Shaka Zapato. We got plenty of stuff. Um, like I said, this is it's becoming a, a chore recently to pay attention to professional wrestling to have these shows, but at the end of the day, um, I absolutely, uh, absolutely enjoy laughing at stuff like that. And well, 
apparently CM Punk threw a shot today um, yeah. on the on the show. Actually, recently, uh, recently just I just saw this video. I'm not listening to the video, so I don't I don't know what he said. So I'll probably have to see it after I get off of this call. But uh, uh, yeah, CM Punk throwing shots, and uh, yeah, so I'm interested to see how things go. Where he shows up. Well, it sounds like obviously the world of wrestling shenanery never stops. The world of DAR media never stops. I'm back. I'm sitting back, relaxing now, peeping this. Eat the rich, become the rich. Was wondrous, is thunderous. Applause, you couldn't speak of it. Plateaus for afros, it seems you're never reaching this. Internal structure, knowledge yourself. It ain't no teaching this. They got a right to strike, but this right strikes at the higher might. I could fight battles for others.